0: This is Chandrell with Real Talk. Oh, I know some of us are very informed, well, especially a woman of of the recent Supreme Court ruling in light of Overturning Road v.ersus Wade. I felt compelled today to just have a discussion to give some historical background as it relates to... To the um, origins of the initial Roe versus Wade case, um, some of you may not understand that Roe was a actual um, backup name for the um, actual plaintiff, which name was Norma McCorvey, who recently passed away right around the time of last year in December. Um, right around the time of the overturning, but what I've discovered is some very interesting facts. Um, surrounding the circumstances of the intentions of road versus way and some background information that the mainstream media has not been sharing with the public so that the public can clearly understand where we get the ideology and the inspiration for the rights, women's rights to abortion. So I just want to give you all some historical background. The case was brought by Norma McCarvey, which was a a legal name that they substituted um, as a Jane Roe who in 1969 became pregnant with her third child. Now listen to that carefully. Who had become pregnant with her third child? McCarvey wanted an abortion but lived in Texas where abortions were illegally, except when necessary to save the lives of of the mother. At the time, um, her attorneys Sarah Willington and Linda Coffey filed a lawsuit on her behalf in the United States um, federal courts um, against a local district attorney, um, Henry Wade, alleging that Texas abortion laws were unconstitutional. A third panel of judges of the Uni- United States District Court for the Eastern District of um, North, I'm sorry, the United States District Court for the Norton District of Texas ruled in her favor and declared the relevance of of the Texas abortion status as unconstitutional, or the the peoples, the parties involved in this matter appealed the ruling to the Supreme Court. So therefore, that's how we had the origins of what happened behind the background of the Roe versus Wade. But what was interesting in July twenty second, nineteen seventy three, um, years after, I want to make that emphasize so that you all can understand that Miss. Road that we know Jane Roe, legally named Norma McCarvey, actually had the child, and in fact did not have an abortion. And in in later on in her life, she admitted that um, abortions um, decisions um, would should be. Exempt so on July back to what I'm saying about her July twenty second, nineteen seventy three Supreme Court ruling, issued a seven two decision holding that the due process clause of the fourteenth amendment of the United States constitutional constitution provides a fundamental right to privacy. So basically this whole thing is about the right to privacy, which protects a, a pregnant woman's rights to an abortion. The courts held that the right to abortion is not absolute and must be balanced against the government's interest in protecting the woman's health and prenatal life. The court ruled reserved three competing, compelling. Um, interest by announcing a pregnancy trimester. In other words, what happened is in Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court ruled that it was illegal for them to not allow a woman to have um, the decision over their body, whether or not they want to have a child or don't have a child. But what's so interesting is in this particular case, the lady that actually um is the origins of the um, abortion controversial. It matters later on in life, as you will find out before the ruling that we received over the weekend. Um, this actual woman became an anti-abortion activist. Did you hear that? She became an anti-abortion activist. Some of the things that you all may not be familiar with, I know with mainstream media that does not bring and has not brought to your attention is the fact that Miss McCarty had a background of pre-existing issues um, with law enforcement. And she also has some other issues, uh, possibly based on what I read, in my opinion, may have some kind of mental instabilities because of some unfortunate situations that transpired in her youth life which led to her to be very indecisive with her decision-making process these are the this is the information that i found to share the little insight into where we are now and why were we in the place that we were in then the, which is now identified as the past um, but but what's so important is that the Supreme Court decision in Roe was among the most controversial U.S. history and was, was was criticized by many folks. But what I want you all to understand is that over the weekend something something very very powerful has transpired, and that was for our government to no longer have the financial responsibility for the results of people interacting sexually without protection or without abstaining from sexual relationship, which leads, unfortunately, to a pregnancy. So with that being said, I need to reemphasize this decision that was ruling that recently has been handed down was specifically which people I see have not really come to zoom in on the fact of the matter. And for those that want to see, this is the founder, the the person of the first case, Linda. I mean, Norma McCarvey. This is Norma. And she... Is known as the Jane Roe and Roe versus Wade. And I guess it's like Jane and John Doe to leave her name anonymous. But you know, at a time um, such as this, this is the information age. So we're privileged to do our own due diligence and research. But I just want to light also that Miss Ma- McCarty was born in Simsport, Louisiana. Interesting. I'm from the state of Louisiana, which is a Republic state. Um, but, however, her family moved to Texas after some trouble in the home. Um, she was assaulted. And what's interesting is her pregnancy was not led by rape or any reasoning for her abortion it was to be because of medical conditions. I would like to shed light that this was actually a result of being solicited for um, for to be the face of a, a mo- one of the most known historical controversial matters as it relates to a woman rights to choose um a right to choose um her body but then there's another perspective is because now we have to come to the realization that okay we know as a woman we have a right to choose but now the thing is we need to um really weigh in on the fact, is it fair because of a fetus being embedded in a woman to terminate the pregnancy when there is no medical illness, no mental illness, or anything that will prohibit the life of the child or the mother? Is it fair to say just because of its unfortunate situations that we should have been utilizing abortion, given the fact that now knowing that um, this lady, who was the origins of "Road Versus Red," had later become known to be an anti-abortion person that actually joined the church, um, and had become an advocate for pro-life. Acknowledging in her books that she accepted monetary gain for a movement as it relates to the abortion rights. Make no mistake, my my information is just historical documented information that you all can do your due diligence and fact check upon to, to, and I want you to really understand the point I'm trying to make is the characteristics of the individual who has had played a very influential role in our history as it relates to the role versus Wade. but this weekend it was overturned overruled by the Planned Parenthood versus Casey the 1992 in part, and by those versus Jackson's Women Health Care, the case from 2022. And it's, it's very interesting to know that um, the actual person that initiated this controversial later on in life admitted prior to her death that it was a mistake. A fight that she later found was not worth fighting for. You know what, people? It really reminds me of the book that I read from Marcus Gold, and it was a very interesting point that he made. He made the point where he said that we're going to be here fighting a fight, and once we did, that still fight will continue to go on. Did you get that? We can be here fighting. But once we date and gone, the fight will continue to go on. The point that I'm trying to make, no matter how much we fight in this lifetime, there is eons to come that the struggle will always continue. We just must understand that our decision-making should be one that will give you peace within your souls, um, especially in light of, of, of making decisions on termination of pregnancies, which are now... Going to be almost difficult for most people to be funded by the government it will lead to an economical issue. In addition to the, for those to a disadvantage for those physicians that were actually practicing and those organizations that were actually practicing plain Parenthood and abortions. Now, is it safe to say? And these are questions that I'm just putting out there for real talk. That because it's my body i do what i want with it i choose to abort this baby my mama want me to abort this baby my family want me to abort this baby so i'm gonna do it or is it safe to say you know what i understand that life is so precious and so unique and so unexplainable that it will take forever eternity to understand the true definition of our existence and living is this so precious gift of mine so valuable to me that I would love to show my expression in the world by bringing forward this life these are some serious questions we should ask because these are decisions that we have to make as women are we for life are we for debt? It goes as simple as a yes or no question. But unfortunately, it looks like the Supreme Court has made a decision as it relates to how the federal government um, should administer um, abortions. Uh, we'll be taking a break shortly. And just wanted y'all to expound on just some of the information. I know there's a lot to process um, as, as such a quick, time spring but I just wanted you all to understand these points that the initial person of the lawsuit Roe vs. Wade actually never had an abortion and then later on admitted that she was solicited and paid for the abortion rights movement and then later on toward the end of her life end up confessing that she regret having an abortion and then she later on confessed All the hidden agendas behind the movement. See, people, we have to understand that things don't just happen. Certain things just don't happen. So, just on that thought, we need to come to a realization of things. It's simple as yes or no. Are you for life? Offer you that there's no in between besides living, but without experiencing life, how can you ever experience that? These are some very, very, very sensitive questions to impose on you as a people, but. We really need to start examining the things that are going on within our systems and understand the reasoning and the agendas behind some of the movements and some of the laws and statutes that have been paid, pressed, to know that these are only agendas of folks that are utilizing our energy to accomplish their mission. But until we come to the realization of that, we will continue to be stuck in the matrix. But we got 26 more seconds to our break. I want you all to stay tuned to the next segment of, of us continuing the discussion of Roe versus Wade as we proceed on how do we move forward now that I've given you the historical data on the origins of how we ended up with a Roe versus Wade. Our action now was Norma McCarvey, if I'm pronouncing that correct. And I would ask that you would support a quality touch builders.
1: Here at Jones Insurance, your full service agency. Let us take care of all your insurance needs we provide homeowners insurance flood rental commercial auto and life insurance don't let the unexpected tragedy destroy your family's future here at jones insurance 7603 west bank expressway morero louisiana 772 contact lois at 504-348-1492 yes lord yes lord yes lord. the weight
0: is over. This is your favorite prophetess, prophetess Chanel Jones, and I want to introduce to you my new non-traditional podcast called Kingdom Women Speaking, where you can expect a royal discussion amongst queens, yes Lord. And you can find me on New Orleans Talk Network. <laughs> Tune in, world.
2: The New Orleans Talk Network, now on your mobile device, on your computer in your ear and interactive it's new it's innovative and it's on your mobile device android iphone ipad and on your computer take us
1: wherever you go
2: because we're interactive 504-341-talk that's 504-341-8255
1: here at jones insurance your full service agency let us take care of all your insurance needs we provide homeowners insurance flood rental commercial auto and life insurance don't let the unexpected tragedy destroy your family's future here at jones insurance 7603 west bank expressway Monroe, louisiana 772 and like
0: like 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 hey, we're back with our discussion about a very controversial decision that was passed over the weekend, the Road versus Wade um, U.S. Constitution Amendment 14, the Texas Court Civil Criminal Procedure Act 1191-94, um, comma 1196, and we previously just given a background of the actual person that was named as a Jane Roe in the Road versus Wade, who actual name was actually. Um, Norma McCarvey. Um, Eventually, in 1969, she was 21 years old. She became pregnant with a third child and returned to Dallas. According to her um, friends, advised her that she should assert, assert falsely that she had been raped. Do you hear me, people? That she should assert falsely that she had been raped by a group of black men and that she should... Thereby obtain a legal abortion under Texas law which prohibited most abortions. Sources differ over whether Texas had such a rape exception. Due to a lack of police evidence or documentation, the scam was not successful. Do you do you hear me people? The scam was not successful. The scam was that her friends wanted her to falsely accuse a group of black men back in 1960 which was not uncommon because it, you know it was just the breaking of the dawn of the civil rights um, era and and what's so interesting is that she she fabricated information to obtain an illegal abortion but the rec- the, the clinic that she was recommended to had closed down by authorities her doctor suggested that she consult with an adoption lawyer in Dallas. She stated she was only interested in the abortion but agreed to meet with the adoption agency. So I wanted to emphasize right there on what, what just, there was a mouthful said. This actual woman for one, the origins of Roe versus Rape was pregnant with her third child and was asked to falsely accuse a group of three black men of rape so she can get a legal abortion but destiny step in and allows her to be able to not have the abortion but instead have the daughter put up for adoption and later on in life the daughter in her that was the daughter the product of the actual lawsuit actually was very upset with her biological mother and had no interest to build a relationship with her and stated in fact that she wished she would have aborted her because she a child always has the feeling when they're not wanted, they live with that feeling of not being wanted. So in other words, um her her child ended up living a very, very, very hard, difficult time accepting the fact, um that that she was being known as a child that was involved in the Roe versus Wade um case. Um however in light of Roe versus Wade being overturned, it's it's is shifting our communities to a different way of thinking and it's also creating great changes because you gotta keep in mind the primary focus of such controversy is not just about the lives being aborted or the lives being saved, but about the money being made at the hands of those that's actually giving the abortions and those that are actually in the adoption agency. So either at the middle of the day, the common denominator in both of this is Money. Money. Money and decision-making processes that we have to morally make. We should not have to rely on the government to make decisions for us as being a human being. A being, a being individual, not beings. We are individuals, and we must all be held responsible and accountable for our actions. Some actions are unfortunate. But it's not how and what actions we're faced up against. It's about when and why. And the reason why I say when and why is because then you start to understand that the intent. Had I made this decision, could it have happened this way? Had I made that decision, it could have happened another way. So the point that I'm trying to make is... Let your conscience be your guide through your decision-making process because life is so precious. And we make decisions in the African-American community. Some of us are quick to make decisions based on emotions. And sometimes we just have to step back and have a, a source of reasoning, So that we can have a clear decision-making process and not allow a lot of outside influences to intercept what our moral values are. Just as what really happened in the initial case of road versus raid, which is now overturned and is very controversial because now... Um, Protesters are out there fighting But they need to understand what they're fighting for Basically in a nutshell The ruling was simply saying It is not up to the government To pay for your abortions or more And for us to decide whether it is legal But we are going to leave it at the hands of your state So simply all that simply means Is that now it's at a state level And it shall be decided On a state level It does not mean That oh Everybody's going to jail. They have an abortion. What it means is that Roe versus Raid has been overturned, which now results in making it illegal in states that are implementing and enforcing abortions. The government will no longer support it financially. And because the government is no longer financially supporting aborting little babies, that done made some businesses very, very upset. Do we have a caller on the line? I'm so sorry. Yeah, you got to call me. Okay, yes sir. Hello? Yes sir.
2: Hey, how you doing, man? i
0: I'm okay. How
2: you doing? Hey. I just wanted to jump in this conversation with you. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for having it. Um, I'm a man, so I really don't have a lot of say-so in this situation. I know a woman has been saying, I don't want the men to tell me what to do with my body. And I really, I really sympathize with all of the women that have to deal with this, right, this, this, this side of the, the conversation. You know, I, and I've seen you went through it earlier, the history of this, the, uh, the left side to this, right side to this, pro-choice, pro-life. And it's a tough conversation to have. I can't lie to you. Um, We was talking about early on one of our shows about the backlash of forcing women to have these babies. And um, I heard you mention I didn't have, I didn't think about it, the medical side of this, the the benefits for the doctors who perform these surgeries, uh, the, the monetization that a lot of people, is benefiting from to perform these surgeries. I think that conversation isn't being had enough as well. What do you think about that?
0: That's what it's all about, my brother. At the end of the day, people, and this is what, the, this is what I'm trying to get the community that's on the real talk to understand, um, this is something that the conscious community understands, and clearly what's going on is about money. It's in the ones, there's two sides to this. It's about money, and it's about power. Money and power. Because it's the left and the right want to see who is the strongest and who is the weakest. But at the end of the day, the individual... Has to suffer the consequences and the convictions of those choices that they choose to make, whether it's to have that baby or to abort that baby. So at the end of the day, don't think these people are fighting for us. There are very few people like myself that are fighting for injustices and fairness and equality with no monetary gain. I want the people to understand, and you to understand, they're not mainstream I media is not going to emphasize. On the, sol- the problem and the solution, or they emphasizing on is what happened and not explaining to the people why it happened and for the people to understand the intents. And yeah. then, once the people come to understand the why, the wins, and hows, and, and the intents, they decision making process would then later become conscious to understand wait a minute, we need to revisit this. So, you mean to tell me you're using me just like you use old girl make Mac McCarty to to support your organization, your movement? You had an agenda. Your agenda was, your business was, and keep in mind, these attorneys had no children. See, these are things that people need to understand. The key players in this, those lawyers didn't have any kids. But guess what? The plaintiff did. She had three by the time she was 21, so that shows a face of deception right there. How can you be so much of a face of abortion when you didn't have three kids and then later on in life, you go on and confess you were scamming, you go on confessing you were being paid, and you go later to confess that you've been convicted and you're sorry you had? the conviction of your soul for having an abortion. So this is the same thing that the people that are making these decisions to have an abortion will have to face later on once they make that decision to decide to abort a baby. Well, had decide because now it's going to be very difficult to even think about having an abortion. So you understand where I'm coming from with that, my brother?
2: I, I, I Not only do I understand where you're coming from, and you know, hearing you know, real talk, I want you to kind of like Dive into that, having the conversations of taking abortion off the I think it's been a luxury if, for lack of a better term to have that thought of okay i can I can resort to this if I get pregnant for a lot of women to have that type of mentality that uh, decade after decade, and I'm not attacking women at all. It's the last thing I want to do. i just want to speak on the other side of the coin. It you know, means accountability um, and responsibilities of action. Having that thought. If I do get pregnant, I could have an abortion. It's off the table now. Just that thought. It's off the table now. And you have to think, and you touched on it a little bit earlier. You have to think a little bit differently when you approaching these pregnancies that you that most women don't want to have when it comes to abortions, because i I've heard someone use this coin phrase, and I thought it, it seemed to be very catchy to me that just because abortion, just because I didn't want to be pregnant, just because I didn't want to be pregnant from this specific person or just because I you know it's not the right time I'm having abortion just because of these things versus the real other side of the conversation what society is having when you have medical issues, incest and rape. Those are real discussions people are having when it comes to the abortion and they're avoiding the just because conversation and they're having a, the is my choice conversation. And I'm looking at it like we live in a country right now that's, that's based upon laws and democracy. And what about the, the laws and democracy for the life that can't speak?
0: That's what um, we're here for. we to be the voice. Call it
2: a life? Is it a life at this point when you're pregnant? Uh, or is it something else? When the, I don't know what the terminology
0: it's is. It's something used very today. sacred. At the time of conception, is considered sacred. And that sacredness, it manifests to a product of a fetus. And that is a human life once that heart starts beating. That is flesh inside of flesh. And you touched, you, you touched right on it when you stated about the women with the responsibility and accountability. If you don't want to have to make that decision, stop having sex. How about that? And,
2: we'll and, that's, and that's the part where I think it's a safe zone to say, in that, you know, don't have sex if you don't want to have a baby. That's the only way. Well, talking about contraceptives and uh, Plan B's and condoms and all of these things, the only way not to get pregnant is not to have sex.
0: Exactly. But they don't want to be straightforward and real talk. This is what our show is about, real talk. It may be blunt. It may be straight to the point. But at the end of the day, you're going to learn. You're going to become conscious, curious. Um, about researching the information I'm providing, because I will always be challenging, controversial, inspiring, motivative, and most importantly, very factual data to support any other, any statements that I make. So I encourage you all to do the same with Roe v.ersus Wade.
2: And the sex conversation needs to be had because for generations now, because of that element existing. And I'm 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 pro-choice, by the way. I believe women should have the choice but the choice is the problem because there isn't a lot of education based upon these decisions that women women are making there isn't a lot of resources out there for women to understand that if you do carry out a pregnancy uh here's here's there there aren't, it's, it, there aren't enough of it there's not enough of it there's, it, it exists but it isn't enough of that happening in our education system through our day-to-day lives in the workplace um for women it hasn't been addressed
0: you see along very the lines powerful. of
2: when the woman was coming up in society generating a lot of momentum you speak has not been addressed
0: you're speaking and you say something very very powerful education which is the key my people are up <laughs> or destroyed for lack of knowledge. But it's through applied knowledge is where the real power is. And because of the failure in our educational system is leading our future generations into making very unstable and unrational un, you know, just irrational decisions and spontaneous decisions without the proper education once I once I, I strongly believe once our community comes to at, at a level of more sexual um, education and, and moral education I think our decision-making process will be much more more morally convicted to understand the value of life and yes I, I, I understand where you're coming from when you say pro-choice even though I'm pro-life I'm pro-life with exceptions when it's relating to a, for the, the life of the mother or the child um, I strongly believe in alternatives, you know, in unfortunate situations, so it's it's, it's, it's kind of difficult, it puts me in the top, a tough spot as well, because I, we are agreeing on the, on the same mentality, but we are, you know, identifying ourselves as, as pro-life or pro-choice, so now I'm like, okay, I, how could I be really pro-life, but I have an exception, so now I just simply just tell people I'm pro-life, with an exception, that's what an intelligent person would think, because guess what, but- circumstances yeah, or situations I, are different you follow
2: me absolutely i follow you on this on this real talk conversation we have not because when it comes to pro-choice i'm pro-choice with limitations you know wow. I'm, I, I, I just come, i sympathize with a woman for not being able to make these decisions but again this is a decision that you're not just making for yourself this is a decision for a life that's inside of you and i hear a lot of women saying things about men unfortunately god didn't make man with the anatomy to do this he made woman with the body to do this so men, men include men in the conversation i think is very obsolete when it comes to an actual pregnancy
0: it absolutely it does
2: pregnancy is on a woman
0: no but, but the i think main- the man is responsible, and I don't mean to cut y'all, but I, I, as I was mm-hmm. downloading information, I want you to have this in your spirit and download it. Had it not been the seed for the seed of the man interacting in the womb of the woman, the two flesh would not have become one. So, yes, the man has an equal say so, because had it not been for the seed, without a seed, nothing can germinate and grow. Do you follow me? So in my opinion is more strongly should be weighed upon the burden of the man because the first thing that happened when that relationship ends, the first thing the mother wanted is go after the pockets of the daddy. Okay, so I want the people to understand right. you want the monetary, you want That's the sexual relation with the man. When he don't want you no more or if it ain't working out, now you want to put the man on child support. But he didn't have the decision at the time when you got pregnant to say whether or not if you even wanted the child in the first place. You follow me?
2: And that, since we're talking about it, I've, I've always advocated for women choosing men that they see themselves... They understand that, listen, you can't just, responsibility has to come into play here. you sleeping with men and you don't have an understanding of what can happen if you get pregnant or marriage or any of these things aren't being discussed prior to sex. I know it's an uncomfortable conversation. And have a clear, transparent conversation with the men ladies. Like, I tell women all the time. You have to have these conversations on the first date. What if I get pregnant from you? What are you going to do? Like, I know it's an uncomfortable conversation, and most of the time that will run a man away from the dinner table right there and leave you with the, with the bill and a tip. But you just might have just saved yourself from a lifetime of agony or a headache or bad decision-making processes because at the end of the day, at the end of the date, you find yourself in bed with this man and you don't know where he stands when it comes to these type of things and you need to know I tell women all the time you need to know from the first conversation these need this needs to become the norm because at the end of the day if you do end up pregnant from this man you can hold him accountable and say, you told me this is what you now. not. If you don't want to take care of this child after that, there are systems in place. But as a woman, you did do due diligence to figure out if this was a suitable mate for you. Not even having a child from this person, but a suitable mate. And sometimes women are attracted to a man and they just go with they move. And most men are going to go with the flow. They're not going to put up all kind of role to prevent the sex from happening. They're going to go with the flow. Typically, that's the things that women do, typically. But at the end of the day, if you don't know where you stand with a man when it comes to you being pregnant from him, create those hypotheticals through conversation and just feel this energy and see where he's at, then you're flirting. Well, right now, at this point, you're really playing with fire because that option in most states to just wake up the next day find out you're pregnant and have an abortion by the end of the week is off the table. Yes. It's off the table. So education, conversation, like I said our country is built upon laws and democracies. If you are looking for a mate, you need to understand how the your mate understands our laws and democracies when it comes down to these type of things, you know, because if I get pregnant from you, buddy, I'm putting you on child support. No if-asked questions about it, whether you say you're going to be in a child's life or not. You're going to be, you might as well go put yourself on child support. That needs to be the standard, especially for African-American community in the the community that is out here dating. You need to set that precedent with African-American men All the men that you choose to uh, date with. From the first date, listen, if I get pregnant from you, I like you like that. I see us doing these things, but if I get pregnant from you, here's the deal, buddy. You know, and you know, I don't know what type of job you have. I don't know what your plans are as a man, but here is the deal. I get pregnant, baby being born, you go on child support after the uh, fraternity test. I can prove it to you that it's yours. I know it's yours. We're going to prove it. You're going to sit in the courtroom, and if you want to fight for custody and all of this other stuff, they deal with that in a separate courtroom. But that needs to be because if that man doesn't give you the right energy after that conversation and prove to you that he's willing to be there for you just in case this happens, then he's not the one for you. You know what I'm saying. I understand. So you gotta be a, a pro at making better life choices.
0: And this intentions say a strong point. You see? once you get that first impression and you throw it out there what your intentions is, maybe we wouldn't have to even have a discussion of a, a bullshit because at the coming into the gate, the guy and the woman understand the intent, and that that's what needs to be discussed and it needs to be on the for, for you know upfront to understand. Look. You know, we all know that there is a possibility. If I sleep with you, there's a possibility I can, can become pregnant. If that happens, will you be responsible? But or now, there's a, or the flip side to that. Is you know, are these men going to use protection? Which they should be using protections, even though I know things can happen. Use yeah. two, three. Put things two, three on. Things can still on. happen
2: with protection.
0: Yeah, you know, birth
2: control, Plan Bs may not always work correctly. You have to have that backup plan. And I think I I, I advocate for this. The first time you all sit down and focus on each other, focus on each other. That's what a date is about. It's not about to, you know, sit down and talk about what you do for a living. Let's focus on each other. Let's get to know who we really are. And this is what this decision from the Supreme Court has reintroduced to people out here dating or having having kids at inopportune times. If you're not ready to have a child, sex shouldn't be on the table. That should be the first thing. If you're not ready to have a child, sex should not be on the table.
0: That's right. That's right. It should not. And and I totally agree. And then that would eliminate all these problems. But the thing is, some of us want our cake and ice cream at the same time and fill to face the consequences for our actions um, in a way of accountability. Because every action has reaction. You know that if you lay there and have sex, you can have a child. But you absolutely know that if you choose not to have sex, there is no miraculous conception that ideal can never and has never existed. You will not have a miracle baby if you know absolutely you have abstained from sex. So the best way to address that to kill all this, the, the 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 noise behind this, I know a lot of people are emotional, but but let's just have a real talk and a real real conversation. I mean, it is what it is. It all boils down to money in the decision making process and the key players and the power at be at that particular time. Now we have Roe versus Wade overturned. We are in a new season, people changes this is a transformed world these we have been setting in this age i mean those we have experienced within the last 40 years years life-changing situations now with are just roe versus wave covid economic crisis inflation recessions and heat wave that has all set precedent historical precedents hurricanes everything so we're in a time where history is writing itself and now we have to decide what side of history we want to be on do we want to be civilized individuals that's making intellectual um decisions or do we want to act as foolish people and just live in our life it's ruggishly and just very unstable we have to make those choices because that's what the overturning the road versus Wade has taught me that we need to focus on education we need to focus on these things to bring awareness to people
2: now for everybody that's including men in the situation that's saying no one should be able to tell a woman to do with her body. My rebuttal to that is, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I, I agree with that to a certain extent, for, for overall, generally speaking, there is no law on the book for committing suicide, killing yourself. No one can be prosecuted for you killing yourself unless they contributed to you killing yourself. But if I woke up this morning and say, "Hey, I want to kill myself and commit suicide," no one would be prosecuted for that. And what what I what the reason why I bring that up is because people can't tell you what to do with your body because if we see you trying to commit suicide and take yourself out, there's going to be a psych evaluation before we release you back out into the public. There's going to be requirements that you as an individual have to uphold before we let you back out into society. So when I hear people say, you can't tell me what to do with my body. As a society we live in, you can be told what to do with your body in comparison to other things. And when you are trying to do a medical procedure, you can be told what to do with your body. You know, I just—it's just point blank. You, period. You, this is a medical talk. procedure. It
0: is. I mean let's just be real and, about it I mean even with COVID COVID taught us that we don't really have control They make us think we got control to a certain extent Over our body What happened even the churches it, so, This is real talk Let's just have the real talk Let's just call the spade yeah, let's a Let's have the
2: real conversation about it Because then we need to pick this conversation up again soon Because yes. you can't be told what to do with your body That's a false narrative In this civilization A lot of people are to- being told what to do on a daily basis with their bodies. Yeah. It's called human rights. And humans have rights on Un- fetuses. we're approaching it then, it's a new dawn where a fetus will have rights.
0: Exactly. So this is what Real Talk is about. Just calling the things that the main screen screen media is not bringing out to the public that should raise the consciousness of our people. You don't want to have to make a choice of abortion. Stop having sex. If you (laughs) don't like the laws that are put in place, select candidates that represent your interests. And that'll solve all of your problems, and that's Real Talk.
2: And to every African American that's impacted by this, and I'm sure every African American woman in the state of Louisiana is, we need to see y'all at the polls in September and November.
0: That's right, People We just, need
2: to be in this for the long haul.
0: And let's pick and this conversation up. Let's pick this conversation up for another time. Rovers report too. How Thank we move? You. How we I move forward? You Thank you, brother, for having you. We're going to wrap up Real Talk with Shandrell. We're going to have a part two of World vs. Wade. Today we just wanted to give some background on this. So we're going to, tell next time, I just ask you all to tune in on Mondays, 11 o'clock. Real Talk with Shandrell Parlow. Thank you.